Hey, you're listening to Charge Podcast, episode 78, the podcast that looks at tech under the hood. I'm your host, Owen Williams, and joining me today are your co-hosts. I'm Zach Grosser. And Frederick Amonti. Let's do it. I want to just like talk about Pixel 3. I've been like dying to talk about this all week because I don't understand what is happening. Specifically, the Pixel 3 XL. Oh, we yeah. haven't seen the Pixel 3. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Joking, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, I will mute myself for a tiny Just humor us for a minute. Well, I mean, we we just to Frederica's point, we we talked about recently, like we've hit peak smartphone. Yeah, for sure. So like all of these things are very little. The only reason there's nothing revolutionary happening. No, it's just the notch edition. Yeah. But the only reason I actually even think it's worth discussing is just like how ridiculous this has been. Like. It's been a week of just, like, every Russian blog having a Pixel 3 XL. Hey, wait a second. So the new Pixel is going to have a notch. The big one. Yeah, okay. So this, I love this. I know, me too. It's hilarious. Because everyone who has a Pixel is like, we don't have a notch. We are cool people. But notch is so... I feel the same way. And but, now you are all gonna get the phone with a notch. I know, and, and I the think funny, it's fantastic. The funny thing is, I'm, I can like accept the notch, but that like butt mm. chin it has. I don't know if you've seen the photos. It's got like a notch and a chin. And I'm Dude, like, I, these are made up problems. I know exactly. Yeah. There's um, there's no reason that a little bezel on the bottom of your phone is a bad thing. Exactly, but also like I don't <laughs> yes. mind not having any of these things. The Pixel Two does things that without it, you know, like all of the above doesn't matter. Anyway, but um. I just love it. Our takes on notches. My favorite thing is the notch on like most Android phones is like non-functional. Like it's just like it's aesthetic. Like cool. Yeah. We also have one. And that's that's a problem because it's it is like I mean it's not pretty. Yeah no and well the interesting thing is like a few of them have done a good job. Like there's it. There's a new Nokia one that came out this week with a little essential phone style thing. So some of them are trying, and then there's like Huawei, which is like we'll just copy the iPhone one but with one camera. <laughs> um, but it's. It's interesting because I think it's also a marketing thing. Like, if they don't have it, I think they think their consumers will perceive them badly. I think it's the it's the red dot on the Apple Watch. It's yeah. the it's to signify that you have the latest one. Yeah, is that exactly. It has to look that's different how, in some so way. Bad. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's it's it's, it's very true, bad. Though. Yeah, but that's the reason I think the Pixel leak is interesting because not only are we like eight weeks away, like this is like. I don't know. I remember all those years ago, Apple left like an iPhone 4 in a bar, like one guy, and it was like one of them, and Gizmodo got it, and it was a dr- drama. This time, it's like a whole bloody box of these. Like, there's 30 of them To, like, there. someone in Ukraine. Yeah, and every tech blog in Russia seems to have one. Somebody's just selling them for, like, 2000 a pop, which is just amazing. That's actually kind of cheap. Like, the iPhone 4, that shows actually how less hype everything is now. The iPhone 4, I think, they paid 10 grand or 20 grand yeah, for it. Yeah, it was a lot. Um... The interesting thing, I think, uh, a lot of the time you see, like, technology leaks out of companies and, like, all this kind of thing. Usually when stuff leaks, somebody isn't happy or there's, like, a reason for it. And so, like, a lot of the time it's used as a, what's the word, like a political weapon inside a company. So, like, the Pixel 3 leaking could signify that, like, somebody at Google isn't happy about it. And, like, they're trying to make a point and getting it out there. And this is, like, a lot of the leaks that you see. Oh, it's also the other know. time that you see it is um, when a product's about to be killed. And so uh, the courier leaked in that way. The this, team intentionally put it on the internet. This just sounds like, um, and we're going to come back to the courier in a second. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> that, it, it sounds too intentional. I just think yeah. this was an accident. Like, mm. I don't know. These mistakes happen. 
Yeah, I think I think uh, the initial leaks were like that, and now it's become really political internal uh, at Google. I think there's a lot of problems. They're merging the whole company with HTC. I think there's a lot of like infighting. Oh, really? Yeah, they acquired HTC's mobile division, like two thousand engineers or something, which sounds like a nightmare for cultural. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, let's merge with two thousand people overnight. Fun fact: My yeah. first smartphone was HTC. Phone. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think mine also actually. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Desire or something. Oh yeah, I had the HTC Diamond. It yeah. had like a diamond back. I hated those. What? I hated those names. Did it have a stylus? No, it didn't. Oh, it was no. pretty nice actually. I I I I found it in a drawer recently, and it's, yeah. it's a pretty nice phone actually. Interesting. For that time. Yeah, yeah, big time. It was just like crap touchscreens and like. I had the Motorola Sliver, which oh was my the God. candy Sliver. bar yes. version of the Razer. Yeah. Uh, and I then I, I got the iPhone Razor 3G. The V3. I remember that whole shit. It was always Verizon as well. It was like the worst. Um, anyway. Anyway, so look, like it's just interesting because A, this leaked way early. Like this is, it's actually like freaking wild that there's 30 of them out there, that every detail of that thing is out on the market right now. Um, I was pretty impressed they just like booted and like had yeah, the OS they didn't get remote already. There's yeah. some preview software on it from dog food. Like I'm pretty impressed. The worst part about all of it, I'll put it in the show notes, is like in every photo of it, there's like a guy's email address no like, way. at google.com just yeah. like printed on the box. Oh, Although God, it's that sucks for that. Yeah, Google misspelled, but they also own their domain and the email address resolves. Yeah. it's That sucks for that person. Yeah, and so I guess... So what I heard is the box wandered away uh, somewhere in between China and the fact, uh, the campus, and um, it was destined for the Pixel team, the d- design validation testing, so you, like, carry them around. And I don't know if, like, maybe that person was responsible for receiving it or something, but... <laughs> um, so that sucks. Uh, I was going to say sources tell me, which sounds really elaborate and poncy. I've... Friends have told me uh, that internally right now it really sucks uh, because it's like kind of disheartening to have something that like yeah. you've worked on go into the world like that and also with no context. Like you can't, like we all see this notch and be like, it's fucking terrible, it's so ugly, but like we don't know how the software works. Maybe it's not even on there. Like maybe you never see that thing because the software hides it. Like, and it's so funny because I think it would be upsetting in the software sense. world and then the hardware world, it sucks even more because it's just there out, out in the world. Um, but it doesn't feel like a mistake. It feels it feels too. There's too many devices to be a mistake. Yeah, it's. That's oh, I think the opposite. One device is like, yeah, weird. It leaked, and a box a box went missing. Like yeah. thirty devices. Like it seems like a shipping mistake. More yeah, than yeah. It's almost like it went to some like the wrong address, and the person realized what they had. Yeah, I mean, maybe the email address was misspelled and so was the actual I mean like I don't know there's yeah. just like so many I it could be yeah. a shipping error moments here we'll, we'll see how my take changes in October but I <laughs> like I, I think this is a really big off year for phones in general because everybody's going like it used to be like uh, we were talking about it in the pre-show like it used to be a big year and then like the fix it year and it seems like it's like a big year the fix it year the other fix it year and then the big year now like but it's also 
like I think we talked about this before. Yeah. It's also because it's just less interesting. Yeah. We just have a phone in our pocket. If it has Instagram, we're all addicted. It's fine. <laughs> like it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, we also don't feel that amazing about phones in general. Anymore. Yeah, I, I, I agree. We and do I, and we don't. Like we are always on this thing, but we kind of hate that. And then, like there is this new device, and I have to again spend a thousand euros yeah, on it because I want to shine true. a new thing with a red dot because other otherwise other people think I'm not tech nerd anymore mm-hmm. and I'm like using outdated tech and yeah. ew like it's it's a bit much right mm-hmm. now so mm-hmm. I I I mean it's in a way kind of nice that it's also reflected in yeah, in I the think so. actual industry itself yeah and, um, I mean I, I I don't know I think there's room again for weird phones. Oh, just like yes. just like the the round phone that I just recently oh my God. saw. <laughs> yeah, someone I mean, mocked up. I don't know if they actually exist. But I don't mocked think up so. like weird shaped devices, including a round phone. We'll yeah. put it in the show notes, and they're beautiful. Yeah, I kind of like the idea. I have been thinking about it a lot, which is interesting because um, it, it kind of opened a door in my brain. Like, oh, what would a round phone like feel like? What would an OS be like it's on a round phone? I mean, probably it's very annoying, but um, I don't know. I think we're we're getting some room for that shit back. I think the, the most curious thing about that is I brought it up last time and you were both like, uh, but as Huawei is doing that shit, like this crazy color morphing phone that they're selling. I just read this morning that Huawei is now outselling every other phone maker in Europe for the first time. It's, and it's like... It's ugly though. They start opening yeah, That's what stores. you think though. And yeah. that's the crazy thing is like people fucking love it because it's weird. Like, yeah. and I think I would never buy it. But people are like, it's purple and blue sometimes. Here's here's my thought on the, the Pixel 3, just real yeah. quick. What was cool and different about the Pixel 2 was the color button. Oh, my God. The, like, oh, yeah. ooh. And everyone's like, oh, oh, this is great. You know, Apple's been doing, like, three colors for a couple generations yeah. or four colors. And this is cool. Like, there's a little bit of fun in play here. Yeah. And, and the new leaks, it's the, it's the same shtick. It's, like, yeah. a colored button. And, like, I have some that's insights. why the Huawei... Phone yeah, is yeah. made because it it, it's you have to keep re-upping the bet of yeah, like yeah. this is fun and weird and different and if mm. you keep if you do the same thing year and year over it yeah, becomes yeah. boring. I, I love th- that at the first with, with the first release everyone was like ah oh, brown am I right like ooh it's like yeah. this <laughs> inside joke of, of this old designer dude who did the same thing yeah like in old tech it was really beautiful. It's so it's fascinating that like. Color and like all of that stuff drives trends, of course. Like, yeah, here is an orange button. Like, I pushed buy so hard on that phone. Um, the insight that I was gonna say is there's like four colors this year, uh, and some of them are hard colors. So, there's the panda phone last time, and this is like this one is uh, what I had heard is like double tone red, nice. Uh, and there's like one that's got a the teal button. Um, anyway, I think, um, what's look only by. Only at Verizon, though. Yeah, I know. What the hell? It's so stupid. It took me forever to get this blue phone, yeah. the kind of blue Pixel, because oh, yeah. they were exclusive to Verizon for six months so or whatever. Dumb. Is that um, actual name, kind of blue? Yeah, yeah. this is kind of blue. Kind of blue. This is the very black. <laughs> and there's the sort of white, which is the panda one. If yeah. you're listening, you can't see it, but they're on Google's website. Yeah. Um, so the only, I think that other than the fact that like the phone thing is like uninteresting i think software is the defining difference now it's the crazy thing is like the hardware in itself is uninteresting without the like next generation of software to power it um i'm gonna make a lot of people angry with saying this but so now i have an ipad yeah a pixel 2 a imac and a chromebook Mm -hmm. and so i'm switching operating systems all day every day oh my god there's so much less different about them than there used to be 
that you can just context switch a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not that different. Yeah, I don't think there's that much software difference fluid anymore. Electron baby. You know, and everyone's like, oh, we're doing digital well-being. Oh, we're doing time well spent. Like it's all the same. It's like, the same every, but different. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, there's less difference in software too. You know what? I think that is the actual reason why people are now so into mm. Android phones because Android used to be this fucking pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. a big mess. Like. It was bad and ugly. Inconsistent. And, hard to use. And hard to use. And so many, like, I remember at some point I was designing at this digital agency and I was designing an Android app. Oh, and no. I was, and I was, and I, I think this is two, three years ago or something. Mm. Three, yeah, three years ago or four, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's been a while. But um, because I, I've always been an iPhone user, I was yeah. like, I should, I should like use, um, an Android phone for a while, so like <laughs> I like I got a OnePlus. I worked. Oh yeah, oh, I the old one, yeah. And they were pretty nice. I that mean, they looked right? super good. And then I made a typo in my Wi-Fi password. <laughs> and, and you can't change it. <laughs> I couldn't. There was like, I mean, you could change it. Yeah. How you would yeah, change yeah. it was so difficult that I got so angry at the phone that I I didn't. Want no, to you probably had to like long hold it with three fingers or something. Like, it was just yeah, like it felt like cracking yeah. the fucking code, and I was like, yeah. just let me type yeah, my yeah. fucking password in again. I got it. I got it. Um, so that's funny. I mean, I was totally like I I didn't want to switch at all anymore after that experience. And that would have been if you would have Googled like three years ago, like Android design guidelines, it would have been like, do what you feel like. Like That's what? the thing. I spent like an hour Googling it and yeah. I couldn't find it. And then I was like, I work again after the weekend. I was like, how? And then someone was like, oh, you do like this yeah. dance and then it will like. <laughs> I think there's been a fundamental <laughs> shift under uh, like the Matthias Duarte. Uh, yeah. Material design's like material really changed design all of this. Yeah. And they really, I think, unlike old Google, like, engineers can't ship ugly shit anymore it used to be at google like design was a nice idea and they had nice designs and it was like over here separate from the things material design was already out by that yeah yeah, that's what i mean though it's just even back then material design it was like here it is you can use it and then their teams didn't even use it yeah like i hated though that there was a period of time where every android app looked the same yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it was too extreme it didn't really work so what you're seeing right now and this is maybe a good segue into google fit which came out this week the new one is uh some like crazy like i've never seen this level of standardization on anything like they've really gotten good at um adapting it and going beyond just like here is the blue app here is the pink one and it's just like lovely like i i I really was impressed i'm hoping this means they're taking on the apple watch um because there's a lot of rumors i want to say like it's weird that the pixel xl leaked and nothing else including the rumored watch uh would you guys buy it if there was a watch hard buy no hard buy I think uh, smartwatches are too thick, too big. Too thick. Uh, Zach and I had an in-depth discussion about this on Discord, and I think this is the year that they'll get a lot thinner. Um, yeah, we'll see. I- because Qualcomm is holding a whole like press conference for like a CPU for smartwatches. So you are wearing this, this is pretty smartwatch. nice wa- smartwatch. That's the Steel HR, though. It's really is thin. That the, is that the one I gave you? It's yeah, a Nokia this is the, one. the one that I got after breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You broke his watch? Yeah, broke. No, broke uh, from the heat. And then I just emailed them that. I just sent a replacement. Oh, okay. But, but what did, what do you get from this? I mean... Heart rate. Everything. Heart rate and time. Time. Uh, notifications. It's, notifications? Yeah. What does that look like? It just tells you... Like, this I is, have ba- a, this is just very, calendar. Yeah. It's like calendar stuff. This is very bad radio. Yeah, I'm sorry. it has an alarm clock. But uh, we're just looking at the watch and like I'm just... It's just a watch. And that's what I like about it at least. And you get the data. Like for me, most of the time... 
the actual smart device itself was uninteresting. I just wanted the data from it, and I wanted to be able to run uh, and not have to take my phone. Unfortunately, this doesn't solve it. Yeah. It doesn't have GPS. Yeah, but do you need to know what route you went? No, I don't need to know the route. I just really like having the data and fit. Like, yeah, but if... Well, you, you get barely anything without that information. <laughs> like, what I'm saying is, like, if you don't know how far yeah. it was, is, like, the information that you get in Fit will not be very accurate. I, I'm very interested, though, to see, like, if Google was doing a watch. like What, what it would look like. Yeah, if it's, if, if it's, is it too late? Like, are people no. already over it? I don't think Do so. Do we really want this? For, I think for, the timing like, is right. Honestly, myself, I'm pretty over the whole quantified self thing. Yeah, I get I it. I kind of want to be, like, a person that does things and <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Like, I like being in the dark I think it addresses the problem in tech mostly like we sit at our desks all day and like whatever and I always like the nudge to not be at my desk that's why I really liked the let's not solve problems for tech people anymore yeah that's exactly it but that too but also like build a a nudge for yourself yeah that's not a fucking well use your phone for it <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just it, the Apple Watch gained dominance really fast. So, but much. it's still really ugly. It's not a very good fashion piece. So fat, and because it's fat, like I said, I don't. I think the size is wrong. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think Apple needs competition in this space too. Yeah, I agree. and so uh, this this is important that Google's doing it. And the hardware division is formidable at this now. Point. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, look at the earbud plugs, though. Oh, yeah, that's the weirdest <laughs> product. They really are, like, the insane, like, I they really stick of, out. I was kind of excited for those. I really wanted Me them. Me too. But the reviews were bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and it, why is there a fucking rope? They're not finished. No, I really Fuck like that. that no, I really I love like it. it. I am the same, because I take off my... I, I had AirPods for two days, and yeah, I broke okay. them, because it got sure. run over by a car. Sure, sure. I like the idea that they're connected, but yeah. it's a fucking rope. No, it doesn't do anything. No, it's a cable. That's the best part. People kept cutting them because they thought it was just a rope, and it's actually a cable inside. Oh, a rope. really? I didn't know that. Yeah, because the whole point was like the fabric. Google Home, like it's like yeah. it's also fabric. And then they're like on the box, and now I had to say like, please do not cut the string. It's actually oh, a wire. Yeah, it's fun. To funny. me, it, it was, was first gen. gen. Yeah, first I think gen. that they just w- shipped way too. Look, okay, look off track, but uh, I think quantified self. I agree that uh, maybe it was like. It was just like that thing where they go in hard. It was like VR. It's like the next platform is the watch, and you'll do. I always, always love this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think it is useful in a way, but not the original. Like the way that it was advertised when the Apple Watch came out is not was not the actual thing. Like it's a lot more passive. It's more about like knowing about yourself and like being able to. Like the rumors for the Google one is much more like the data comes in and we actually make actual suggestions rather than just like stand up for a walk now every hour like do you think people are tricking themselves thinking they really know themselves and their body really well because of this statistic on on their watch and then think well i I took care of myself so i can just do so be stupid again i think there's a net positive even though there may be a bad like i think in general it gets more people moving i do think that happens as well like, yeah. I think there's two sides to it. I mean, for me... I, I, I would love to hear you claim that for yourself instead of, like, saying no. Apple did. Like, but no, Apple didn't do it. It was me combined with the Apple Watch. And the big reason for that was, like, their whole mechanism. It doesn't even gamify. It was just, like, the 
like all of the systems we have out there for habit making and stuff actually kind of suck. Like, if you want to track, like, whoop, you basically got to make a spreadsheet or like draw up. Yeah, I I, re- I wrote a thesis on habit making. Oh really? Cool. And, um, I don't think it exists. Yeah, I know. I agree. 21 days to make a habit. I'm like, that, I did it for 21 days. There's no habit. That's definitely bullshit, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but I think, like, that satisfaction of, like, checking things off was the big thing for me on the Apple Watch, at least. Like, Yeah, okay. I can see that. I, I don't want to, like, disregard No, it. no. It's just, just really interesting. I just love... I, I, I just hate it when people just put, like, really big things they did in their life. Apple made um, me fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see Zach raising Give yourself credit. Yeah, before we move on, we just have to talk about real quick because this has to be the center of this conversation of like the dangers of having health data yeah. out in the world. Yeah. yeah. Insurance companies may be dropping your insurance. Blah. This is maybe an American problem, but like. No, it's not. We I've seen insurance companies that are like, here's an Apple Watch if you like move to. A guy tweeted at me after I said, like, oh, I'm very excited about like a Pixel Watch. He replied to me saying he can't switch from the Apple Watch because his insurance company. Will uh, double the price Holy if shit. she does. I think we touched on this last week as well. Yeah, I and I just said like I, I replied to him and I said, "There's no way in hell I would share that data with my insurance company." Like, no, you shouldn't share your data with any company, and yeah. that's that's Apple has done really good on privacy. Yeah, and locally, we know Google has lots of data. We we've recently heard about location data. Yeah, you Fit turn does it off, not it's sync there. anywhere. Yeah, but I, yeah. So it's just worth like keeping your eye on that. Like, yeah, big time. If it continues not to sync anywhere, great. Yeah. But how do you guys feel about the whole privacy debate? Like, I'm, I I feel like, I mean, I always feel that Apple is a bit more upfront about the whole privacy yep. thing. And that's also a big le- reason why I would n- not switch to I... Android. Uh, because I feel like the Android thing is becoming more of a monster. <laughs> I think that uh, I struggle to reconcile this a lot because I think that Apple's narrative is only going to be there while it's convenient for them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Look at the fundamentals of both companies. Apple makes hardware, and yep. they also take a cut on app sales and music sales and TV that's sales. What I'm saying they can do it while they can. But Google makes money on the data. Yeah, like that's that's just how they have no, billions Google of dollars. Make, we should clarify though. Google doesn't make money on the data. They make money based on what they can infer from the data, right? Because right. that's the misnomer. Every time is like Google's selling your fucking data, and that's yeah. not. Right, but we've seen how Facebook can, how quickly you can go wrong with yeah. it. Google right now, to our knowledge, has not for the most part. They've been... It's been pretty siloed. Good least, to yeah. us as far as protecting us from their advertisers, but that's still the core of their business. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, it's just worth well, that's, thinking well, that's about. Well, that's where I'm at. It's like, I think there's a middle ground, right? So, I think, like... I love, I think it's important to have the privacy debate and I think it's an important thing and I think this also should be limits on like how far you go with tracking technology. Yeah, sometimes I think of the second world war and combine it with technology and yeah. it's like the worst nightmare. Yeah. All nightmares. Yeah, absolutely. But then like on the other side of this whole thing, a lot of this comes down to like, are we, are we like over, over, uh, are we demonizing something that actually isn't what it seems like? I mean, yes, these are huge fucking companies, but like data is data. Like that's how you can do stuff. Yeah. The, the only thing I, I have in mind is that's why I also mentioned the war. Yeah. <laughs> is that, um, IBM. The thing is, it also, it, it always kind of happens like that, right? It's all nice. And like, I mean, isn't, isn't there a thing like running around with a, with a, Scissor is nice until someone get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what's happening, right? Like 
no like everyone's having fun and games with it and like mm -hmm. oh maybe it might not be so bad and then we trust them with all the stuff and then like what happens if a really big thing changes i think the world this debate or... is like a little unfair a little bit because i think that the reason that the advertising model exists has been fundamentally like the I love that we're like deep on like ad models now. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a little unfair because this has enabled such a like, first of all, like expanding of like accessibility of services and stuff. And that's yeah. like why I struggle with this whole thing. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's one thing to say like, yeah, fucking privacy. But then it's like for the rich and not for anybody else. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and that's what's going on in like China right now is like Huawei is a great example of this. Is Like America doesn't let you use that if you're a government person. Australia just banned them in the 5G thing. And it's like, do we end up with a class system? Is it inherently bad? Um, and how does the world look when everything's monitored? And yeah. like, ugh, it's so hard. I actually think that what they have to do in the end is like just yeah, strip told, this stuff out. You're totally right, though, about the rich well, people like, and protection. I think a lot of what I That's do disgusting. has been funded by ad money. And it, like I struggle with that whole thing because I'm yeah. like, I fundamentally probably couldn't write for money without ads. And yeah. I'm like trying to figure out, I think it's fucked up how they work right now. Yeah. But there has to be a middle ground where it's like, we can track, but it works differently. Or like, I, I think they, if, if yeah. like Google would just be like Google Ads, the company, and Google, the not ad company, like break them up. Well, I, I think I think that's the the point of yeah. Google X was yeah. to let's keep figuring out great yeah. product solutions to change mm -hmm. the world, but also make different revenue streams because we know our business won't last hundreds of years. Yeah, and I like I I agree with that. Like, yeah, yeah. I think in a hundred years Google will still exist, but they won't be. They won't have any advertising. Yeah, I agree. I, I really think it'll just be fundamentally different. Yeah, it's interesting to consider, isn't it? It's like. But uh, I think that the biggest challenge right now, and it's like maybe the underlying part of all of this, is like data is like the only way that you can infer like something. You, the only way to make computers more useful right now is enough data to do it. That's the problem with machine learning and that kind of thing. But the only problem is only the big companies can afford to do all that. Yeah. yeah. And so we have to give it to all of them. But I, and, but you know what also changed in this thingy. Uh, just thingy, hello. Just so, thingy. You know what also changed for me uh, recently in my way of thinking mm. on like data and privacy and shit? It's like last week I saw a talk by Ida Tin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's the it CEO so of uh, Clue, which yeah. is a, a period tracker app. Mm -hmm. And they are doing groundbreaking data yeah. ana analysis that has never been done. Mm -hmm. They have the most female health data collected of anybody really? anywhere. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Of all the, yeah, and that's insane. And they can do so many good things mm. with that. Like, that is so helpful. It even made me exactly. want to use their app again. And so this is a really to, like, maybe... give my data to them because we need stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think I, the actual underlying problem is, like, we have tech giants... And that's the problem. Like, actually, this debate is more around, like, these are really big companies, and it's yeah. kind of, like... It's I would, a, I would Google hate could it make if this. Google had my, that information yeah, about they myself. Might, they but might, they so might like, be the ones that could do something actually with it, and that's, like, what's frustrating about all of this. This could come back to the, the same coincidences or yeah. where people think their phones are listening to Oh, my to God, them. my favorite but, meme. But, like, I have a friend who uses the Clue app, and when they were on their period started getting ads on Instagram related to their period. That's which an interesting is one. really creepy, but, like, we don't know that's where the data came from. Yeah. But, like, yeah. 
It feels like that. It feels like it, and so that's, it's a pretty awful well, feeling. That's maybe like my problem with this whole debate as well is like a lot of this stuff. Apple's like super like privacy god mode, and then like, but they allow these SDKs on their platform that just monitor the fuck out of everything you do. Like yeah. every, I think I did a bit of research last year. Um, you can search. Uh, there's like a service called App Annie, and you can search like the frameworks that are used in every app. And if you search for like the Facebook SDK, it's in like. 60 million apps like every app is using it because it's like a really great set of tools for like login yeah but if you use facebook login they just can do stuff and i think that's actually like the problem is that we've got these fucking huge companies who all want data and like some of the uses are good but there's all these other uses it's i love that this is like maybe more meta but it is interesting like long-term divide i think like how do you fix that i think you're super right in the fact that data collection is not per se bad. Yeah, it is, it's not it inherently to, bad. It used to be the way I was thinking about it, though. It's like, I, that cannot be good, and, like, what if they can, like... I mean, they... It's, it's, it feels kind of naked. Yeah, it's, it feels it's like they It feels like they know more about me than, me than I do. And I kind of hate that. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. For instance, there there's always this rumor that, like, Google knows that you're pregnant before you're pregnant. Facebook as well. Target before you does. know it yourself. Target does. Yeah. What? Yeah, there was a, there's a great article about Target finding sure, Amazon out. Amazon does. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Amazon does. Like, while does. they're making you think that they're done with the, like, 20 emails about shoes that you already bought, they probably already know everything else. Yeah. Like, um, I think we should, like, keep moving because we're... Yeah gonna run out of time if we don't i think our conversation always seems to come back to like ethics yeah Yeah, i think that's always what it is i love it though um ethics under the hood well let's let's move (laughs) i love that let's move into the other tech extreme which is uh slack cash money is the last topic before the lightning round uh okay sorry uh (laughs) no but like um slack raised a shit ton more money this week a bunch bunches a a bunch ton a butt ton uh, a, boat, a boatload. A boatload. That's the word I was looking for. Anyway, so they raised like 450 more millions Ooh. at a valuation of $7 billion. Hey, Slack, if you're listening to us. Sponsor this podcast. <laughs> we don't have commercials Slack yet. Slack under the hood. Please, <laughs> please make a nice space. So, please I'm, make a nice space for communities uh, as well. Yeah, it's I would love that. I know, but please. Nice talk if I ask nice, nicely. Yeah. I think I, I honestly think they could. They could. Let's tweet at Stuart. See what it. happens. Yeah, he, he often answers tweets. Yeah, he's with the products. one that like shut me down when I asked it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's like we're not interested in it. It's not. Over. Oh, let's try again in six months. Yeah. Okay. Is he CEO? Yeah. Yeah. He's really amazing. I met him. He's yeah. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Is he gonna be at XOXO? Not this year. Okay. He was there last year. If you if anyone gets a chance, he whenever he does like speaking engagements, he's a really interesting guy. Yeah, it's interesting because um Spectrum filled the void actually. Spectrum dot chat. Uh, I love Spectrum. Slack left. Um, I know Spectrum. If you're listening to this, build a goddamn API because apparently private communities. Do they listen it. to this? No. Hey, tweet us if you listen to this Spectrum. Yeah, I love that we're just like talking to the abyss. Like we've no idea. <laughs> yeah, you went on their podcast. Yeah, I know. Right? It's it's super funny. I asked them for the API on their podcast, and they said maybe. <laughs> you were also drunk. I mean, I was so drunk. Oh my god, it was so bad. Anyway, um, it's been <laughs> a while since I've done that. So you it's can find that later. Though. It was really fun. Um, so okay, Slack so raised a bunch of money. What do you like? What do you think the game is here? Like, what? This is great. No, I think this is great because there's so many big enterprise software offerings mm-hmm. that suck. Yep. I mean, like, Microsoft Office is an obvious, and, and <sighs> they're, they're trying. You I can tell open it trying. sometimes by accident, and it's like, Word 2016. I'm like... <sighs> but, like, you've got everything from Atlassian's products. You've got 
Uh, even Salesforce products. I mean, for chat. Not for chat specifically. I'm, I'm talking just like office, office, office enterprise. Yeah. yeah, productivity software for enterprise is a huge market with a bunch of just mediocre products. Even Google Drive was like, wow, look at this. We can do real-time editing. And then they just stopped improving it. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just, I think that like the more the merrier and companies that care about things like design and usability. I, so I'm, I'm happy that Slack's here. They are definitely pushing the other companies to continue to make their products better. Yep. So, like, even if Slack doesn't build things for communities and long-term doesn't survive, I still think this is good. They're making corporate life less miserable. Like, Microsoft Teams has to double down. Google's oh doubling God. down on their office products. Like, like that Hangouts chat thing, remember? Meet. Google Meet. Hangouts chat. It's a different thing. Oh, yeah. Hangouts it's the chat Slack and Hangouts Meet and... Hangouts. Hangouts. Hang. Anyway, <laughs> 30 chat tools at Google. I think it, it doesn't matter. Like, Atlassian could have raised this money. It's good for the industry because the, there needs to be more attention to it. And do you think people know that there's more competition? Do you think the play long term is literally like the new office suite? Like, as a, as a yeah. tooling? Like, I, well, Slack's a platform, right? They have a huge app store. And they, also bought, they, oh, they also <laughs> bought HipChat. Yeah, they? yeah. No, I love it. They actually convinced Atlassian to pay them to acquire HipChat. Ooh, that's interesting to think about right before raising funding. Oh, it's genius. I think yeah. that's half the reason that they raised right now. So Slack, uh, and I just wanted to bring this. I hate talking about financing and stuff, but like, I actually wanted <laughs> to. We're gonna. This, yeah, well, <laughs> no, I wanted to bring this one up because Slack has been like one of the most interesting companies about how they raise. They basically raise when they don't need to. And so, like, Stuart's... That's always how you should raise. Yes. Stuart's methodology has been, like, if there's money there, or if we've done something that causes people to be willing to give us money, we should take it and keep it. So I used to work with... (laughs) Hopefully I picked it up. No. I used to work with Sarah Fryer, the CFO at Square. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Amazing advice. Amazing CFO. She said you should never raise when you need it, Mm because... Then they know you need it. It's like sharks and blood in the water. Like you know, you're desperate. You have to sell more of your company for less money at a worse interest. I mean, like you you should always raise money when Mm. you don't need it, and then have plans for what to do with it. Yeah, investing in your business. Slack has so much in the bank now. It's very smart. So I saw a talk by Stuart um, a few years ago where he basically said um, the by having that money there, they don't. So what Slack doesn't do is they don't accelerate their spending when they take it, and so like a lot of companies accelerate it. And Slack's methodology has been only accelerate spending if uh, we need to in the market. So like Microsoft Teams launched uh, about a year ago, and they went crazy. Like they're like, boom, we hired a thousand people. Like, and I think that's why Slack has it. Is like when the threat shows up, they can. They can the gas can go to the floor. What, was that also when they were like writing each other letters in the newspaper? Oh shit? yeah, that weird thing. It was like a whole page ad, like multiple <laughs> times. Everyone's like, "This is like the shittiest." I love the like shitty tech wars. It's like, "Dear Microsoft, we like uh, what you're doing, but I just oh man, I know." It's How many so employees does Slack have? Welcome um, to high school. <laughs> so I visited the Slack offices over a number of years, and it went from like an office with twenty people to three hundred last time before the last one there was like 2000 i think but i i don't know for certain okay they have a headquarters in oslo they have a headqu- yeah they also um have a headquarters in melbourne australia isn't no. it you, 
You can only have one app. Oh, yeah, there, one satellite office. I have office. two, says... Uh, My favorite <laughs> okay. Slack fact... Wikipedia. Is it, uh, this company, like, advertises how it's, like, a great tool for remote teams working together, and um, Slack has a rule against uh, remote employees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. It's, okay, Slack, if you're listening, we want communities and the sponsorship and uh remote workers i love it <laughs> my favorite podcast at the moment by the way converged by casey newton you oh it's great it. it's great he didn't have ads for a long time so they put fake ads in and he'd be like you should buy monkey socks it's monkey socks it's by like the company that makes that mail software that you hate hearing about and like it was amazing so the reason that we have music for the game show is because Oh, and listens to Converge. Oh, <laughs> and Zach made it. It's great. Um, okay, so we're going to do the game show. Uh, I've got I've got uh, my first one. So this week it came out. There's a lot of wildfires in California right now. Uh, it's causing a big it's problem. It's very bad. It's, the air quality is terrible. And it's not um, just California. And it's like- of course there's a tech angle every time. And so the tech angle actually is amazing. Firefighters, they have these like mobile control centers and like it's got a hotspot, I guess, in it. <laughs> it came out on uh, some website that Verizon throttled them during the they wildfires. Hit, they broke their data cap. Yeah, and Verizon made them on like dial up speed and they called Verizon and Verizon's like, they said it's a national emergency, like some like a public emergency. And Verizon's like, well, yeah, you have to like upgrade your plan then. What? What? Is, and anyway, and so uh, the worst part is they couldn't because they had to get the head of the fire department on the phone. Capitalism is the take, worst. Yeah, take, 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 oh, take. Sorry, go ahead. I hate humans so yeah. much. That's a good yes. take. My take is capitalism. Like such capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. My take is America. I don't think this would happen here because they don't throttle like that. That's no, my take. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, but if they did throttle, throttle, it might happen here. I don't. Yeah. I think this is not necessarily a uniquely American problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no country in the world that throttles except America, and at least in like the Western world. Oh no, T-Mobile throttles if you come here from America. Yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> even, there is these plans where you have unlimited data, and then if you used more than four G or something, then yeah. Four G. Yeah, I love Verizon. They have the five unlimited plans now. It's like unlimited, unlimited free, unlimited full free, unlimited, oh unlimited, and like all these different things. Anyway, okay, whose who's turn is it? It's Zach's turn. Okay, earlier I mentioned Courier. I love the Courier. So Courier was a really cool like vaporware tablet that Microsoft showed in like, I don't know, 2003 or something. This was like way pre-iPad. Um, so the team that was working on that left... Microsoft when they didn't make the product and made 53, which is a company that was just acquired this week by WeTransfer. So 53 is known for an iPad app called Paper. It was the first like real drawing take on the iPad. It was like iPad came out and they were like, here's the drawing app. Apple was like, it's the app, it's the iPad for creators and there was no drawing app. Yeah. And (laughs) 53, it was, it's really good. And then they came out with Pencil, which was a pre-Apple like pencil like stylus. Yeah, and it was good also. And then more recently, Paste, which is like, um, it's a presentation tool, mm. uh, and it's web-based, and it's really good. Mm. And you can embed like Figma files and like. I've I don't never know, used it. It's, it's never, I don't. It it's fairly new, and I don't okay. think a lot of people are using it yet. So who acquired them? We transfer. <laughs> 
which yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't know a ton about WeTransfer before this, honestly. Like, I actually I didn't know, even know about it before I moved to the Netherlands. I know they're based here in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, I know a lot about them. That's because it's a Dutch company. I know a lot now. <laughs> I forgot to keep this tweet length. Sorry. Sorry, um, yeah, yeah. But they're a competitor to Dropbox, pretty much. Well, it's like you send one file. And with this acquisition of the 53 team, uh, it's they want to be uh, tools for creatives. Okay. I have a take. Go for it. Um, Dropbox now has a product called Paper, and WeTransfer has a product called Paper. Both of these are file transfer companies. Facebook also has a paper product. No! <laughs> Paper's just a word. I don't know. I, I love that tech companies name it after like, just objects or like paste. Dunder Mifflin also has paper. Oh! <laughs> that is the shade take. That is the fire emoji take. Um, but I, I also have an actual take. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm really proud that WeTransfer is doing a solid job here in the EU. I mean, that's pretty ra- rare. Rare. That's super rare. And um, I'm, I'm pretty happy to see them expand and uh, do it. WeTransfer like, is... Do it. Ad-based. Are they really? Yeah, they yeah. are. I had no idea. But they also have a pro plan. Which they've never disclosed the numbers on. Nope. Yeah. It's, but it's basically private ad-based. Companies, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because it's like the art thing, but it's like low-key ads. Yo, that's how they started. Yeah, That's yeah. how it all started. Yeah. It's like Which is pretty interesting. Well. I'm not um, going to tell the story yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. We put it Wait. on links. There's a really great fast company article about WeTransfer. Yeah. My take is... Oh, yeah. I work at a creative tools company, and it's a very, like, interesting competitive space. And this is an exciting thing. I don't think... I wouldn't say they're a direct competitor, so it's, like, I feel a little bit more comfortable just talking about it. Love more design tools. I love paper and paste and their products that I like, so I'm excited that they're getting more money. I don't... You know, I just, like, this is good for me. I think this is good. I honestly don't... That's a net good. I'm not sure... I cannot really imagine them doing software, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, we transfer. Well, that's what I struggle with is like Dropbox tried this. I think I mentioned this in, earlier, but I I think Dropbox tried this pivot into like tools before, and so like I couldn't imagine them doing it, and they no. failed. And now WeTransfer is going to do it, and I hope no, they don't I, fail. I don't. I don't. Are they going to do it though? Well, that's what they say that they want to do, like creative collaboration tools. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they they kind of did a first version of this in an iOS app. If oh yeah, it. the Pinterest clone. Yeah, it feels kind of... We transfer cut or something. Yeah, I never used... <laughs> Paper, paste, and cut? Yeah. <laughs> cut uh, and paste. Some app. Wow. <laughs> that is in, in interesting. <laughs> wow. Okay, anyway, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just... It's, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to I'm see. optimistic. Yeah. I think, like, you're starting to see all these file storage companies realize they have to have a platform, like, in the same way that Slack does. Like, that's, Yeah, exactly. Like, they're like... Okay, now file storage is a commodity. Like yeah. this is not unlike Slack. It's, yeah, it's, like it's an enterprise product for the most with, part. With file storage. And, yeah. Um, I just want to say, uh, side note, out of your thing, um, Courier is back from the dead, baby. Right. And right. I forgot year, to mention. Yeah. Courier's coming back. Yeah. Microsoft's working on it again, so that's cool. Um, that's very very cool. Long tweets. Sorry. So this week. No, this is short. This week I don't really have a take because Perfect. I had a hard week of partying. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what happened. Uh, but I do have a really nice tip for you guys. Um, I think this might be a tip that I previously got on this podcast. I'm oh. not really 100% well, it's fine. sure. Recycle. Evergreen. But, um, I, I've been listening to this podcast called The Darknet Diaries. Oh, it's so good. And it's seriously so good. It's really? so good. I always forget his name. I want to say Zach Lieber. That's the one. 
Yeah. Um, and it's so good. It's, Have you listened? No, I haven't oh heard this. Oh my god. Can I can I tell them something about yeah, it instead of like saying like, yeah. <laughs> it's okay? I love it. Um, what he basically does is he makes uh, episodes that are like twenty to thirty mm. m- uh, meters long. What <laughs> uh, minutes? <laughs> the longest podcast. <laughs> he makes episodes that are like twenty to thirty minutes long, and um, uh, he basically takes a big uh, infosec thing. Yeah topic a breach a leak a hacker a thing and um the one that got me really into it was uh, the one about uh, mob man yeah oh my god it's crazy he is the person that made the the first um uh, what's it called i guess trojan horse mm-hmm. to take over your computer um because he was very into this rpg and he wanted to like steal other people's shit and it's so very funny just like the steal the config files like it's yeah. the saddest though i mean this is icq times and yeah. i think early msn times and i remember uh people using this on me and they could like open your yeah, yeah. open your it a, cd it was a rat shit. tool yeah, yeah i remember it was that really bad oh my god but it was also really interesting and it's and for me, that's just a marker where yeah. my interest for computers got stronger. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's very recognizable for a lot of people. So you probably even know what I'm talking about when I'm like, it, it used to be this file that people like send you. And, yeah. then, and then they were like, oh, yeah, I use this tool and then you'll get free gold in this game or something. Yeah, and, then you and, did you it, and then it didn't do anything. Yeah. You thought. <laughs> And then you would run it again and again and again. Yeah, and, and your computer like, is suddenly like, trash. yeah, yeah. A CD drive opens in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. what the hell? But it was kind of freaky though. Like they could like open your or uh, put on your yeah, webcam. Yeah. This is a rat tool. There's a great Ars Technica article about how modern ones are really fucking scary. Yeah. Um, oh no. Yeah. Anyway, so am I going to listen to this podcast? It's and so good. Throw my computer you'll, in the trash. You'll binge it. I highly recommend. And the actually the episode I love is how a guy went to casinos in Las Vegas yes. and found a bug. Yes. And the thing, if he like push buttons in the right order, he'd get like ten x the money. Yeah. Wild. Anyway, it's a really good episode. It's a great really tip. Good, uh, podcast. I would listen to it. Like That's even if you if you're not even into infosec. And oh then, yeah. I was recommended to me by fam. Like she's it's not interested really in infosec. Good. It's great. Thing is. He is really good at telling a story. Yeah, it's so well mixed as well. Yeah, and he works together with this uh, guy who does all the podcast music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, uh, The Mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. There's yep. an episode about that on a different show that I, I know. need to listen to. It's also really good. Okay, cool. On that note, we should wrap up. Um, if you want to say hey to us, you can tweet us at, at, at HeyChargeTech. No, it's at ChargeTech um, on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you there. Otherwise, uh, come join our Discord community. It's just like in the show notes every week at chargepodcast.com otherwise yeah we'd just like to hang out so we'll otherwise see you in Portland between the 5th and the 10th of September at XOXO if you're there say hello yep alright I think that's it for this week so bye Biscus bye Biscus bye Biscus I'm not that hungover, though. I mean... On the scale of one to hungover. (laughs)